The Green Suiters Podcast is brought to you by, well, you. If you want to support our show, get early access to each episode, get your questions read on there, and you want to listen to each episode ad-free, then head over to www.patreon.com forward slash Podcast to find out how. If you don't have any bucks to toss our way, it would mean the world to us to have some feedback on how the podcast is doing. You can leave us a review wherever you listen to this episode. Now, on to the show. Hello, Hi guys. Hello. Hi there. Did you guys have a good Thanksgiving? It's like we just talked about this. We talked about this. Did we already talk about this? Yeah. No. It was. It was great. Um, we hosted Thanksgiving here at the house, and Mr. Sedgley and his wife, and Mr. Rick Bush and his wife came over, and. We all had fun, all of us. It was a it was a really really good time. Lots of food, Ooh. tons of food, food Sedge, coma. Which which one of Jason's dishes gave you uh, diarrhea? Um, I I think it was the honey baked ham. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Really, Sedge has a really sensitive tummy, so I do. No, you know what? Those mashed potatoes were really good. I had two oh, yeah. plates. <laughs> We had, we had so much. Yeah, you had two gigantic plates of potatoes with a side of turkey and <laughs> everything else. It was ridiculous how many potatoes he ate. But uh, it's um, carb day. Yeah, no, it was great. It was a it was a really good time. Um, I actually got a pretty cool uh, little surprise from from Rick uh, on Thanksgiving. That big was awesome. stinky? Was it a big stinky? Oh yeah. No, I got Ooh. he. Uh, I got one of the um, dovetail. Jig oh, setups. Right. He VS had it. 600. Yeah, he had it in his attic for years, and he says he never used it. And so he asked me if I wanted it, and I was like, "Oh yeah!" So That's huge awesome. thank you to Rick. Mm-hmm. Now I just need Sedge to teach me how to use it. No worries. Hey, and he got a lot of the templates, didn't you? Yes, and also he uh, <clears throat> he asked if we were coming out there this last weekend. We're obviously going to get together this weekend. He said he had some router bits in the <laughs> one of the other templates or something. So. Cool. Pretty excited about that. <clears throat> hey, when you come up this weekend, make sure you bring some plane blades. I got my uh, tour Mac Ooh. all set up for you. Yes, I cannot forget to bring my my uh, huge selection of planes. Yeah. And by huge, I mean two. Yep. But I can tweak them for you too. I'll sharpen the blades, but also tweak your hand planes. I mean, let's be real. I'm a, I'm kind of a hand tool expert. I'm sure they're already <laughs> perfect. <laughs> What I might have been able to teach you a little something, Sage. <laughs> yeah, Ben, Ooh. how was your Thanksgiving? It was great, man. Me and my kiddos went to Arkansas to my sister. She's got a probably one of the coolest properties I've ever seen. Really awesome house, too. Um, I'll have to show you guys pictures of it. But, yeah, I mean, uh, we flew there on Wednesday and came back late Saturday. Had a great time. My kids got to play with their cousins. We only get to see them maybe once a year so. It was a lot of fun. Really good food. My sister cooked everything. She did awesome. So can't complain. Nice. Cool. Yeah. It's awesome. Cool. Sedge, what, Sedge. what have you been up to? Yeah, go what ahead. I'm sorry. Up? I was just going to say the same thing. Sedge, what have you been up to besides eating mashed potatoes? Uh, not woodworking. I'm getting the. Cool. Uh, it, it, it's kind of a drag, but I every year I have to winterize the property, roll up mm. the hoses, clean the gutters, rake leaves, shred leaves. 
But you know what? I kind of enjoy it. I like working outside, and it's fun. But organizing the shop some more, um, getting ready for a great Christmas break coming up. I'm going to go be off for about two and a half weeks, and I'm really stoked about that. You guys going um, anywhere? Are you staying, staying local? Oh, no. Staying right here. And uh, Big D and I, are gonna, we're going to shoot a lot of content because uh, the boys have taken most of the two weeks off, too. Chris and Big D, and we're going to shoot a lot of content, build a few things. We're pretty stoked about it. No, uh, we, need to, we need to try to go down to Florida for a couple of days. Ooh, that'd Hang be out with Hans. Cool. Yeah, I'll be, in, uh, I'll be in Florida, it looks like, with uh, my day job. Probably at this moment, if everything, God willing, is okay, I'll be down there in Orlando for about uh, four days. Nice. So, at the end of January, so I'm pretty stoked. And then the end of February, it's Workbench Con, boys. That's right. Woo! Yeah. Travel time. I'm getting stoked for that, man. Yeah, I think I it's going to be, be a lot of fun. A lot, a lot of people are, are definitely going. I think it's going to yeah. be good. For sure. What about you, Jason? What have you been up to besides cooking Thanksgiving feasts? Um, I started Leo's Bed, finally. Mm-hmm. I've got the, the uh, head and the foot of the bed frame done i'm actually looking at it right now it's still in clamps um turned out really really good i think this is going to be a really really nice bed um i probably won't get to work on it at all this week until this weekend i'll get a little bit of time but i'm really not trying to rush it and i'm also not doing a build video on it or anything like that so um other than that uh nicole started her new job so mm. now i'm like picking up leo from school in the afternoons uh so a slight change in the way that we normally do things is that a, is that um, a big commute for her or long uh 20 to 30 minutes depending on traffic so it's not um, that, not that bad no it's not too bad it's it's literally right in the center of indianapolis um, yeah. but yeah she's she's been there for two days and that's been uh pretty cool she likes it so far uh but def things are definitely going to kind of be a change in some aspects so yeah naturally. there'll probably be a lot more late nights for me out here to stay caught up with everything else um but it is what it is i'm gonna be retiring soon so <laughs> uh the only other thing is that we're still waiting on um getting our recalculated estimate back on the home build mm. oh, cool and I'm, re I'm really hoping I get it at least by tomorrow just so we have a better idea. We, we really just want to kind of find out how much money we're going to have to find some land and kind of what the costs associated with that are going to be so we can actually start trying to find a place to, to do that. So I don't know. We'll see. It's uh, so much goes into this. It's crazy. And I, I feel like we haven't even started to scratch the surface yet. So we may be getting our hopes up for nothing. Did the, did the FAA give you clearance on where you could park the G5, like, on the property? Well, I'm probably trading in the G5, and I'm going to get a helicopter because I'm having a helicopter pad put on the top of the house. So, and honestly, you know. It's, like, the more efficient thing to do. If I really have runway. to fly, fly somewhere far, I'll just fly first class and slum it. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you, boys. you boys. You yeah. boys. I mean, I don't know. I, I got to get rid of the plane because if the patrons, you know, stop, then how am I going to afford it? 
I'd have wow. to sell I mean, my Ferrari. If they would, if they would all that. just go to the top tier, then we wouldn't have to worry about anything for the rest of yeah. our lives, you know? I, I feel <clears throat> like I shouldn't have to risk selling my Ferrari to keep my plane. You know what I mean? Like this it's, just, it's not the proper trade-off. Yeah. So anyway. Hey, hey, guys, I just got to tell you, I got a surprise for you tonight. Put your pants back on. No. I have something for Get Bent. Do oh my you? God, I can't wait. I we do. Get, we need to get through this episode. I, so I, had a, I had a really weird one. I didn't have any negative ones, just like a really odd one. And I'm pretty sure it was this, like an AI, but I can't wait to hear Sedges. I've got well, some no, good negatives, but I'm only reading one tonight. It's, okay. it's, uh, I, I really didn't understand it. That's why I want to say it. <laughs> I got called Perfect. a name and everything. It's beautiful. I can't wait. I'm so excited. This is the first, everybody. Brian Sedgley is going to have a comment for Get Bent. This is great. That's Finally. big news. After That's all, all I've time. been up to, though, Ben. What about you? Um, apart from traveling and schoolwork, I was trying to think of how I could quantify what I've been doing because the stuff I've been doing in the shop really isn't like substantial or I'm not building like big furniture, but I think I'm, I'm on like a quality of life kick in the shop. Like I, today I built this little whiteboard that I've been wanting to, I just wanted to have a whiteboard in the shop for quite a while. Um, I finally got this whole triangle thing nailed down Sedge and holy yep. crap, is it completely different? Like everything like I'm, audio listeners can't see, but you know, for my arms and behind me, that's, that's the space that I use. Um, and it's, it's less distance. I have to walk to get things. Um, just the, the layout and everything, it just, it's so much more functional. I have a lot more room. I really love it. So it's the, the triangle, golden triangle. That's a really interesting concept. The that's, that's, yeah. Yeah. Well, Ben, I really enjoyed your stories today. Keep it up, man, because your shop is coming together wicked yeah. nice, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm really, really, really enjoying it. Um, Good. I've got something really awesome that's coming in tomorrow. Ooh. That I've, I ordered this thing, I don't even know how many months ago, and it finally got back in stock, and it's getting delivered tomorrow. Take a wild guess, Sag, to what you think it may be. I know exactly what it is. What is it? It's the uh, the fold-up festival cart. What is it it's called? The, STM? It's mm -hmm. the CS70. No. No. I it's wish. the STM. Yeah. I knew it immediately. Yeah. It's getting delivered tomorrow. I'm going to tell you, you're going to love it. Oh, I, I can't <clears> wait, I can't man. work without it, dude. I've been looking it's, so forward to this thing. Yeah, that's perfect for your shop. Yeah. I mean, it's it's got plenty of room underneath my, my MFT. Yep. And I think that'll probably be the last big um, tool that that I probably need. I, mean, I think there's some other little knickknack things that I would that I would need, and some things that I'm going to have on the on the podcast episode tonight. But yeah, it's I, I'm really enjoying the space right now. It's it's really awesome. It's coming together nice, Ben. Keep up the yeah. good work, brother. Yeah. But uh, but speaking, of, I guess we can just go straight into the topic this week, which is. You know, it's we just got over Thanksgiving. Uh, this episode is going to release this week, first week in Christmas, and so it's you know, what do you have on your list? Like, what is something that you really want for your shop? It doesn't have to be tool related. It could just be 
anything that you would want for your shop. If, if Santa Claus popped something or delivered something on Christmas Eve night and you woke up, this is what I would want to have. So um, I can kick it off. That's fine with you guys. Sure. I think the first thing that I would want to have is, well, really, it's, it's kind of a two-part. One is a, uh, a filtration system. So, I, Jason, you mentioned Jay's video uh, a couple weeks ago, the, the mm -hmm. little air filter fan that he had. And so I looked up a lot of really genius DIY um, solutions for that, and I think that I'll probably go with one of those. But having a filtration system in here so that whenever I spray finish, it, it clears out the air relatively quickly. And then the second thing is a finishing booth. And I've been rattling around a couple of ideas in my head where uh, I have like a trolley system that goes pretty much around my work area. Mm -hmm. And I just get like a really big shower curtain pretty much and just close in the space, open up the window that's directly behind me, put that filter box right there, move the MFTs out of the way, and then I just finish right here. Um, can I ask you a question about that? Yeah. Don't you have another space down there that's kind of right off of your workshop area that you could just have that and use it as needed? And so then you would never have to move any of your tools. I could, but um, that that space, I'm, I'm trying to operate in the space that my, my basement will eventually be. I got you. It's, so I have like tape on the floors to, to, to indicate where walls are and stuff like that. And the space that you're talking about, you're talking about right there where my laundry machines are, that's yeah. where my motorcycle is going to be once I have all this layout complete. So I'm kind of limited to this space, so I, I just want to go and start operating in this space. But for now, when I want to do finishes, I just, I mean, I have the entire thousand square feet at my disposal. I mean, I just kind of spray wherever, but. So yeah. just, just so you're tracking uh, I want to say Rockler has those channels that you're talking about. Like you can hang from a ceiling? Mm-hmm. Yep. You hang from a ceiling and they've got little hooks that uh, operate on, you know, little wheels or ball bearings. I want to say yeah. it's Rockler. I'm pretty sure it is. And um, you can do lights. You can do all kinds of stuff with those. So that's a good idea. I'd like to do something like that uh, here in the shop as well. Hmm. Yeah. Because that was, that was one thing that I that I noticed with the Q5, which is... It is such an awesome sprayer, um, but man, does it kick up a whole bunch of stuff in the air. So yeah. Oh wow. Speaking of that, how close do you have your turbine unit when you're spraying? To the piece. Yep. Twelve to eighteen inches. Probably closer to eighteen. No, 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 no. The the actual the turbine, not the oh, not the gun. Oh, I'm well. I mean, it's it's probably almost the full length of the hose that I'm using. Oh, okay, so you keep it far away. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I keep it far okay. away. Okay, you're supposed to. Yeah, yeah. I, I was just asking because as soon as you said it's kicking up a lot of stuff, <laughs> um, that I've had that happen before. So anytime, I, if I'm going to use my sprayer, typically I'll like open up my garage doors and like blow everything out with the blower, just to try to get it as as dust free as possible. I'll do that a couple of times. But then when that turbine kicks on, if there's any dust laying on the floor, it'll, it'll kick it up in the air. So that air filtration system would actually be really helpful for that, too. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I usually put my turbine up on something so it's not down in any possible yeah. dust. Yeah, I'll I, set I, it on top of an MFT. 
yeah, I keep mine on top of my washer. I mean, because that's where the plug is, so it's really convenient. But, um, yeah, I, I think that's probably the next big kind of quality of life thing that I want to have for the shop is just keep, keeping that spray area enclosed and then have it easily accessible, even though I'm in a really small space. So that's mine. Sedge, nice. what's on your list? Bandsaw. Bandsaw? How big? Yep. Uh, you know, I had that old Delta in here, and I fried mm -hmm. it, the static converter. I had a phase converter, and the static, it was a static, and that thing started smoking on me, and it smoked the motor. So I kind of scrapped it, kind of a drag, but it had to happen. And I've been just shopping around, thinking about maybe an 18-inch, but I'm leaning down to a 14-inch single beam like an i-beam and there's a few brands i'm looking at but uh i don't know if it's going to happen at christmas or you know sometime in december but <clears throat> i'm going to see what kind of deals are out there and uh i have a few things on my radar right now so what are what are some of the other things <sighs> more kaizen foam we know of course, I'm always <laughs> buying that stuff. That's a good stocking no, stuffer set. The the other thing that's on my radar, and I think I'm going to wait till the spring, because that's when you know I get my bonus. <laughs> but uh, I'm gonna, I think I'm going to pull a trigger on an over under, uh, a nice. planer joiner combo with a helical head. I really like yours, and and then a dust extractor with that. So I gotta I gotta figure out a few things, but. Right when I thought I was going to ramp down my shop, I'm ramping it back up, and I'm really getting stoked because I'm having the time of my life. You know, just with Sedge Tool and teaching Big D basic woodworking techniques, I'm just like, man. He's like, do we need to get a joiner? And I go, yeah, don't worry about it. I'll get a joiner, you know. And uh, he's a, it's just neat because he's a really good student, and uh, he remembers everything. So as I do this, and what the funny thing is about it, too, is, you know, Chris is our camera guy, and uh, he, it's amazing what he's picking up, too. So he's going to probably buy a house next year or a year after. Yeah, I remember and, uh, that. That'll be really cool because we can do a lot of work in there, too. So yeah. the future's bright for Sedge Tool and the boys, and I'm pretty stoked about that. Hey, so but, uh, when you were here for Thanksgiving, we were – uh, you, you, I'm bringing this up because you just said you thought you were ramping down and now you're ramping it back up. So obviously space is an issue. And you had mentioned the possibility of getting a small tool shed that you could put all of that stuff out. And with that, I mean, that would really, really yep. give you a lot more space. So what, is there any headway on that? Are you still thinking about it? Yeah, I'm thinking about it. And here's, here's the thing I'm thinking about. Um, Marianne's been looking at sheds. Because she wants me to get one because I just spent the last week, you know, or Thanksgiving break organizing all the, the gardening stuff and ladders and rakes and spades and all kinds of stuff, you know, winterizing the house. And she's saying, hey, let's, let's really consider getting a shed. So we've been talking about it, and she started looking at them, and I'm like, she goes, are we going to get a plastic one? Are we going to get a metal one? Are we going to put it right on the ground? What are we going to do? So I'm still looking at all the options. And part of me says, yep, yeah, you know me, Jason. Let's pour a pad. 
you know i'll, fr I'll frame out the pad you know and i'll pour a pad so i'm on concrete which i really like and once again, am I going to build the shed? Because <laughs> you start looking what they want for that a That would actually be fun and a really, that'd be really good content. I know. Mm -hmm. You know, and building a shed, I think it'd be kind of fun. Especially in the spring. Spring or summer, yeah. you know, it's a, because it's a good time to you're do right. It. it would free up. I'm looking right now at the south side of my shop, and it would free up a lot of space. But, you know, I'm in a homeowners association so i was just going to ask you what's what's the rule on it we have friends on the board and they're going to be here at the christmas party and i'm going to be asking him quite a bit so because I, I know in my neighborhood it is 100 percent not allowed yeah no it's allowed it's allowed in a neighborhood but you get it there's a lot of like rules and regulations like seven foot off the other people's property and blah 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 and oh i know exactly <laughs> where you should put it you know, you know where I should put it, but I'm not gonna. I'm gonna put it right, you know, out, <clears throat> out the door, out the back door, to the left, to the left. Yeah. And I got plenty of room to do it. So nice, yeah. No, I'd, I'd be a quite a quite an upgrade in in terms of organizational abilities. I mean, me just getting that the husky cabinets. Not that I have a lot of yard equipment because I hate that stuff, but. Um, it all fits in one. <laughs> yeah. So I can imagine, uh, you know, you having a nice little shed, like you'd be able to put a ton of stuff in there. Oh yeah. You know, I'm just looking at what my wheelbarrow, I have this, I've had this wheelbarrow for 15 years here. It's a Rubbermaid and this thing is a workhorse, but it takes up a ton of space in the mm -hmm. shop. Yeah. You know, and do I do a little patio off the side of it and put my grills out there? You know? Ooh, I like that idea. Yeah. That's a pretty so, good idea. We're talking about some stuff, and you and like I said, you know me, man. Oh, I get a chance to pour a concrete pad. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but that's a, that's if if you really look at the size of the footprint of the shed, I, what I would do is I'd frame it up, rebat, you know, make sure I get all my sand in there. But then I would call a concrete company, have them come out, and I'm not going to mix all that again. Remember when we did that? Oh, small I remember. No, oh, yeah, conditioner. Oh, yeah. No, so I'll, no, that was I'll, first trash cans. He did the air conditioner on his own. Yeah. Oh, okay. And uh, I'll just have a truck come in and pump it in for us. Yeah, we'll it'll just take them, it. like, no, no time at all. And it won't oh, yeah, even yeah. cost that much money. No. No, they'll just come in and throw a thing over the house and one of those pumps and pump it right in. Nice. Yeah. So that's on my wish list. Jason, what's on yours? So when you posed this question to me and my initial reaction was like, why are we talking about that? Right. And then I've had over a week now to think about it and I still don't really have a great answer. And this can be another, you know, short conversation if we want. I remember when I got into woodworking and like everything was on my list. Yeah. Right. Everything. Everything was yeah. on my list. All the cool tools that I saw, you know, I wanted to have it. I know my personality. And I got to be honest with you, I don't, I don't feel that way anymore. Like I don't, it's very hard for me. If I'm talking about tools, it's very difficult for me to think of something that if it could be on my wish list, you know, what would it be? I, I truly don't feel like I need anything. That doesn't mean I'm not going to get other things, right? But there's just nothing that comes to mind. I would say the closest thing is I almost pulled the trigger on the CMS the other day because they still have it at Woodcraft. 
and I was messing with the sliding table and it was like so super smooth and I'm yeah, like, oh nice. man, this would be so awesome. But it's like, do I need to spend $1,850 on this thing right of now? Of course. You know? Of course. And that's the point that I'm at now is that, you know, do I want to spend $1,850 on it when I have a really nice router table sitting right here? And mm-hmm. um, is it worth it? It does take up a slightly smaller footprint, believe it or not, than the one I currently have. Um, yeah. I was I was kind of looking at that and testing that out. So, And it's collapsible. You know, you can put it somewhere, which I don't really have anywhere to put it. But, I mean, that's really the only thing that's kind of on my mind. Um, if I could have anything I wanted in my shop, it would definitely be... I want an office space. Like I cannot wait if all this housing stuff goes right. I cannot wait to start planning out my shop at the next place because like I want to I want a desk to be able to go in and sit down, do this podcast with you guys, do my editing, just relax, maybe have a recliner in there or something. I don't even know. Um <laughs> I would love that. Um but in terms of tools, I just that's what I'm saying. I, it it's, doesn't. It's so hard for me. It doesn't have to be a tool. It could be if you woke up one day and you walked in your shop. These are the things that I wish that were here. Like, like for my me, office I, setup. I wish I had insulated ceilings and and a ceiling, you know, and lights. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then, then I mean, if that's the case, like that that's that would be my answer. You know, like I wish I had a nice office set up in here. I just feel like it would make my life a lot easier. But in terms of like, I'm really happy with my shop. And there's actually a part of me that like dreads the idea of moving it again and starting from scratch when I've done so much work to this space. But then it gets me excited because I'm thinking about the new space. Now, if when I have a bigger space, I think it's going to be a different story. You asked me this question, you know, a year and a half from now. And I might be saying, well, now I want a drum sander again. Now I want this because I have more space. You know, that's the typical, mm-hmm. you know, a lathe. A lathe would be really cool. I guess that's something I didn't really think about. I would yeah. would like to have a lathe. There's tools that I would like to try for a while. Um, like what? Well, uh, one being the Harvey table saw um, because I get so many questions about that table saw. I really would like... You know, I'd, I'll pay to put mine in storage for six months and, and run that table saw and inform my opinions. I'd like, really like to do that. Um, <laughs> there's a big part of me and, and a lot of people. If I do this, people's heads are just going to explode, I feel like. But I'm starting to have a different outlook on my business and, and what I do and don't do. But Really? Um, yes. The, the three-horsepower Harvey Dust Collector. So they have a three horsepower. The one I have is a two horsepower. It's the one that uh, Jason Hobbs over at <laughs> over at Bourbon Butterfly. Um, he he has the three horsepower. And as, as from what I've seen, I'm pretty sure he's the only person that's done a video on it. However, I've had this in the shop for over a year now. Uh, a question that I have been getting since he released his video is, "What are your opinions on the that versus the three horsepower?" So now I'm being uh, because it's it's out there. People know it exists. Um, yeah, and what, wasn't it that you didn't you didn't want that one just because it was just more than what you needed at the time, or or the wasn't it like the CFM? It was like mar, like a marginal difference between the two. No, it's because the cost difference at the time was astronomically mm. high. Okay. So <laughs> when I got 
um, when I first started talking with Harvey, um, Harvey did not just give me that dust collector. Um, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are, are confused yeah, yeah. about that. And that's, that's the God's honest truth. They did send it to me, but I was invoiced for it, right? Yeah. Um, so I had the machine, uh, and then I was an affiliate, and I was able to get some affiliate sales early on, and that, I kind of put that money back towards it. They had this whole deal worked out, right? Um, but they didn't just send me the machine. So initially, I, I hadn't done a lot of affiliate, specific affiliate marketing uh, so much on that scale with a company like that. I've done Amazon and things like that, but small stuff. So I was very hesitant. And at the time, the this dust collector was still over three. It was it was probably pretty close to what it's normally priced at now, which is like the $3,100, $3,200 mark. Um, but the three horsepower was like $9,000. Wow. Yeah. And it's still expensive. It's still like six grand. Um, so when we looked at the specs that basically the conversation stopped because at the time I had a three horsepower jet and I was like, okay, well, if I'm going from a three horsepower, I need to go to another three horsepower. And then they were basically like, uh, the man that I was dealing with at the time, not the same person that I talk to now, but he was basically like, well, that's kind of where the conversation stops. Cause I just don't really think that's a reality. Right. <laughs> they were all <laughs> getting new into the influencer side of things and, and dealing with people and, so it was just interesting. It kind of just went away. Then I saw Jason uh, put one in his shop. And I was like, I didn't even know you could get those in the States yet. They also have a five horsepower unit that's three phase. Yeah. And wow. that, thing, that thing would probably collapse my house with the amount of suction <laughs> that it has. <laughs> so um, the, other, the other concern, uh, to be fair, because this was another conversation, is the location of the inlet and where you empty the dustbin on the three horsepower versus the two. Mm-hmm. So on the two, I emptied the dustbins in the front. On the three, it's on the left-hand side. So I wouldn't be able to orient it the way that my current machine is oriented unless I wanted to pull yeah. it out every time, and, and I just don't want to do that. No, that's too much hassle. Um, I would obviously have to make modifications to my dust collection uh, pipes ba- right where they come out of the machine, which that would be too easy because of the, the, duck, uh, the duck work that I have. But I would really be interested to try it to see what the difference is between that three horsepower and the two. Um, That is actually something that I'm really, really interested in. Is it going to happen? I don't know. Uh, Same thing with the table saw. Is it going to happen? I don't know. Um, Because, again, I'm, I'm still concerned about space, you know. Yeah. Yep. But so, like, that's, that's kind of how I think about tools now. You know, it's not... I'm looking at tools from the perspective of not something else that I want. I'll get little, you know, gadgets and, you know, small hand planes. Things. Hand planes. Yeah, well, <laughs> because I haven't bought big tools and uh, or a lot of tools in so long, and I love buying new tools, I've actually been thinking about it lately. Like, oh, I should just start a hand plane collection just to piss Sedge and the <laughs> Patrick off. Like, go buy a bunch of nice Lee Nielsen or... Just it, almost like a like a Star Wars figurine collector, just having like in a glass case behind you. Yeah. Like, oh, no, 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 don't touch it, don't touch it. Yeah, the, no dust can get in there; it's dustproof. Hey, I like to Patrick, I like to polish these on the weekends. Patrick let him use his uh, Sauer and Steiner, man. That's a hand plane and a half right there. Yeah, the thing weighed like fifty pounds. Very very yeah. cool though. I, that was fun. Nice. That was fun at his house, uh, just hanging out in the shop and just planing things that that was i did enjoy that that was actually pretty fun 
makes me sick to my stomach when I think about it now. But hey, you were tools. You were kind of like a hand tool weenie, weren't you? I was for a little while. Yeah, you were. Um, <laughs> but no, that's. I think that that's that's just why it's a tough question for me. I don't think about tools for myself anymore. I think about tools and how it would create good content based on questions that I've been asked. Is really mm-hmm. what it boils down to. Um, and because I have this obsessive personality about things and I get into things very heavily, um, you know, I do have a lot of the cool tools that people want. I mean, there's, there's no, that's not any surprise or any secret. Um, because I saw those tools back when the only thing I was spending my money on was tools. And I was like, that's really cool. I'm going to buy it. Um, but yeah. Uh, one thing when I do move to a bigger shop, I would like a a four foot by eight foot CNC machine. That'd be nice. Which I know is funny because coming from a guy who puts out almost no content on a CNC, has one in his shop, barely ever uses it. Um, I've been using it more lately. You mean Nicole's been using it through you? No. Yeah, Yeah, true. Yes. Yes, but those couple little projects that I did, it took me almost no time to get them going because I'm, I'm familiar with the machine. Like I know how to operate it. I know how to cut things. I know how to do a lot of the basic stuff, but I even learned a couple things that I've been trying to figure out for a long time because she forced me basically to do that as much as it irritated my soul asking me two hours before she needed it. Um, (laughs) but she does that and I love her for it. But, um, yeah, and it kind of reinvigorated my, my interest in it. And for some reason over like the past week, I've, I've started having all of these different ideas of how I could utilize that machine to create another income, which I know is no surprise. Everybody's doing it, but like legitimately doing it because going into next year, things are going to be a little bit different for me Mm. in in certain aspects. So, um, more space. I'll definitely get a bigger CNC machine for sure. You could cut a lot of stars with a four by eight machine. Couldn't you? Oh Yeah. Hi. She was like, can you, can you cut some more of these stars? They really want them. Uh, we have two of our friends have German wives, uh, or two of my friends, army buddies have German wives also. So they had like this little German wife get together where they made a bunch of like German treats and snacks and they saw the stars. Nicole came out while they were here. I was like, do you think you could cut some of these as well? So I literally cut out like 70. <laughs> One and a half inch stars out of uh, quarter sawn white oak plywood. Nice. Nicole, what's, what's Jason doing? <laughs> He's cutting yep. stars. He's been in there for three hours. And then I took in this large board of all these stars and I was like, have fun picking them all out. <laughs> and she did it in like two minutes. So. Here's some sanding box. <clears throat> no, but it, it, I don't know. I know we're kind of straying off topic, but it's a good conversation. But um, I guess those would be my answers. Um, it's just hard. I, I don't think about tools the way that I used to. You know, I feel cool. pretty fortunate with what I have. I think the other thing that I would want would be lighting. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about this. If if I'm if I'm gonna put an enclosure right here or not an enclosure, but a, a system in place for a spray booth. How cool would it be if I, whatever lighting company I use, because I ran into a problem today when I was finishing this, this little whiteboard, um, 
because I, I did it right before I had class, and so I didn't want to bother getting out the the sprayer. So I just I just tipped it, and as I was leaving, I I had done the second coat, and I saw that I missed like one half of the well, like one one of the pieces of the frame. I was like, oh, crap! Well, I can't do it now. I got to go to school. And I was like, man, I, you know, the side lighting is so important when it comes to finishing, you know, because mm -hmm. you want to have a reflective light to hit that surface between you and your eyes so you can see if you've missed things or, you know, so you can just see the whole, the whole finish. But how cool would it be if I had, you know, lights that were in the ceiling and then I pulled a pin and then they dropped 90 degrees to the, to the, to the sides of the spray booth. And that way I have overhead lighting and I have side lighting in whatever it is that I'm trying to finish because I, you know, this window puts out a good bit of light too. Um, I don't know how I would make that, but. Hmm. Have you thought about just, just getting a couple of the cis lights mm -hmm. and tripods? I mean, it's, it's possible, but I, I'm just trying to think of, again, like, like I said at the beginning of the episode, I'm in a quality of life pick, you know, it's just, it's one less thing that I have to do to, to go out and get an STL light. Anyway, just thought, I thought, I thought it'd be really cool to, to have a legit spray booth with side lighting. Hmm. It would be the, the only, uh, actually, that's how the I pros know, do I, it. you could, um, I was just thinking about this. The problem you'd have is when you swing that light down, it would like, it would, it would probably have a tendency to like move, but I have a really good idea. I bet you it's probably the same thing you're thinking about. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. What if those two lights, you actually had like a half inch plywood backer mm -hmm. and that was held up by one of those little gate latches on one end and on the other yeah. end, you used like a gate hinge and then when you needed to use it, you could just undo the clip, it would swing down, the hinge would stop it from twisting. Yeah. And then you could store it back up. I mean, it, it, it would in. be, it would be, yeah. I wouldn't just have like a, a free hanging light. Just <laughs> well, well, no, you said you were unsure or, of how you would go about doing it. Or you could hire somebody just to come in and hold your light. Yeah. Your kids. I, mean, that's, I could totally yeah. do that. Stand yeah, right totally. here. Hold this light. Put it still. Hold, you're not now. getting dinner tonight if you don't hold this light. Stop moving. <clears throat> I, there's one other thing that I would like to have during this Christmas season at my shop forced child labor no peace on earth good luck <laughs> yeah. hey it's the holiday season guys come on come yeah. on come on better chance of getting struck by lightning <laughs> so what's i also i also have another thing coming in this week Oh, oh man! And you guys, you guys will never be able to guess what it is. Um, well, it may be next week, but I can guess what it is, but it's not appropriate for the podcast. Yeah, I'm <laughs> telling you. If we had Mike Coffee on here, he would say something really inappropriate. Oh, absolutely! Like 50 <laughs> times by now. And it I should been, be getting it the castle. Hilarious. The castle should be coming in before, like the week of Christmas, I think. That's oh, that's right! You got in. the castle 110. Yeah. God, I got so many dumb comments on that video. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so many. I'll Everybody give you guys one Jason. guess. Everybody hates Jason. I'll yep. give you guys one guess as to what is coming in next week. This week or next week, I don't know. 
You just said the castle. You just 110. said the castle. No, I said that's the coming STM. in by, by Christmas. Oh, no. Like, you already know the STM. There's something else coming. Okay, Patreon uh, or patrons, uh, just be aware out there. I am starting to, I think, find out where Ben is putting all that Patreon money. I'm telling you, man. Golly. What, wow. what's, what else is coming? I, I, I honestly don't. Hold on. Give us a hint. Is it Festool? No, it's not. Oh, then I don't care. Mm. <laughs> is it wood? No. Is it electronic? Yes. Ooh. MacBook? No. I, no. Uh, laser? Good guess. Close. Mm. Does it vibrate? It could. Ooh. A CNC? Very close. Okay, so you said close with laser and close with CNC. Mm-hmm. A laser oh. engraver? No, I've already got one. That's the Glowforge right there. Yeah. Mm, weird flex. <laughs> what, so what is it, Ben? Just this, the, the listeners want to know. Okay. It's a pickup pin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because that's close to a CNC. <laughs> It is. I, you know, you just do your hand like that. Yeah. No, I, I, I got a Roomba a, and I attached a pickup pen to it. <laughs> ordered a 3D printer. Oh, nice. Oh, Why didn't cool. I think about that? It's like I've been uh, considering one. It's one of the. It's one of the more renowned companies, Prusa. Prusa. It's a, it's a Czech company, but um, it's like their. It's like their. I don't want to say their cheapest one. I mean, I guess it is, but it's it's a, like an entry level. 3D printer, but it's really good from what I can can gather through research. So I'm really looking forward to that. There have been so many things that I was like, man, I wish I had something that did this or did that. And like I go to look and it's, you know, it's so hard to find a very specific solution. But if I can just go in into a CAD, design it real quick, you know, and print it overnight, now I don't have to worry about it. Hmm. Are you going to find it somewhere? Are you going to print off uh, tiny little genitals to hand out at workbench time? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my I'm, God. You know why I'm bringing that up? Because that happened to me last year. What? Somebody gave you genitals at workbench con? Yeah. Small little penis. Wow. What? Brad Hubbard from Naughty Log 3D printed a bunch of tiny little... <laughs> testicles with penises <laughs> as like a branding flex or no he just handed them out to people as a joke because he's kind of a clown yeah emphasis sure on did. naughty log yeah, yeah no. naughty log he's a good he's a good dude he's really he's really funny but he just walked up to me. i think we were at the bar he just walked up to me he's like hey i made this for you <laughs> 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 laughed and walked away <laughs> I think good. I still have it around here somewhere. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh, I know where you keep it. Yeah. Well, anyways, I think that pretty much covers that topic. Do you want to? Uh... <laughs> oh, I did buy something. What? I bought a Peloton treadmill. That's right. Oh. Jen told me that. She told me that you guys just ordered it last night. Hers yeah, comes in have... Friday, I think. Ours comes in on the twenty second. Um, mm. We sold our other treadmill, which is nice because we we got a really good amount of money for it. I think we paid like twenty five or twenty six hundred dollars for the other treadmill, and we sold it 
um, for eighteen hundred dollars. Oh, that's good. Yeah, and I mean, it had less than two hundred. It had right around two hundred miles on it. But we sold it to a uh, a young. I think she's in high school. Um, a family bought it for her daughter, who is like an extremely, extremely good runner. Um, like Olympic potential stuff, wow. I guess, uh, in the future. Um, but she, they had like this shoddy treadmill that they really wanted something better. And this is like a super nice sole treadmill, but we wanted the Peloton. So, uh, we ordered the Peloton and that'll be here on the 22nd. And I'm really excited because I'm all about that Peloton life now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jen's, so. Jen's really excited for it. Yeah. But anyways, but, um, that's not woodworking. No, I guess I should, I guess I should stuff, shut up. That is stuff we're getting. What I would is love it, to hear though. Is I want to hear this comment that Sedge has. <laughs> you guys first. <laughs> no, 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 no. You guys first. I don't, I don't, I don't have last. one this week. I don't have you don't? one. You're, you're you don't first, one? Jason. All righty. Since we won't be doing one on our next episode, since it's a Patreon one. All right. I almost lost my crap, and I still want to respond to this guy. <laughs> I have. Oh, man. Some people are really irritating. Okay, here we go. This was on my uh, Castle Pocket Hole 110 uh, <laughs> cutter. Castle 110 Pocket Hole cutter. God, I can't even. We've, we've had this discussion before. I, Wait till you hear I, I can't even begin to think what this comment is. It's, hold on, hold on, everybody. It's time for Get Bent. Get, get, get Bent. Get yeah. Bent. <clears throat> okay. People love this segment, by the way. Um, I still like everybody hates Jason, but we've we've expanded. Yeah, are you ready? <laughs> it's a short one. Your your shop in quotations shop looks like a retail shop with lots of unused Festool tools and completely dust free. I th- this guy caught me at the wrong time. This guy caught me the wrong time and it took everything in me not to respond to it because I wanted to have quick access to it because I haven't answered it yet. I think I'm going to respond tonight though. I'm just going to write back and be like, doesn't it suck? <laughs> oh, yeah. that's good. Yeah. Doesn't it suck to not be me? Like that, <laughs> I, just to be an a-hole, right? He was being an a-hole. Mm. Oh. I, I saw somebody's post. Um, you know, I think I'm going to get out of the, the woodworking for beginners group. Not, not because I need to be in it, but just because it, it kind of helps give me ideas of where people are at, like with woodworking and, you know, content that could be useful, mm-hmm. but, oh my God, man, like people post photos of their workshops and like, I mean, up to, there's sawdust on the floor, like past their ankles. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, can you not clean that up? Like our, it's like bothering you. <laughs> Clear well, it. like like any any time that I see that or I see people's shops that, I mean, there's just stuff everywhere. Like the whole walls are just full. Like everything is everywhere. Like it gives me anxiety. It's like how yeah. many how many dead you know squirrels are behind all this stuff. You know, like I don't know. It just I don't know. When no, people I, have I a lot of stuff that clearly hasn't been used in a while. It's like why do you have it? So the reason why I brought up that we've discussed that again is because, or we discussed that before. It's so irritating to me when, again, like that video had nothing to do with, 
or that comment had nothing to do with that video. Mm -hmm. All yeah. he could see was the stuff that I had behind me. And the fact, the simple fact that people like people get offended that I keep my shop clean. And I get that comment all the time. It looks more like a showroom than it does a woodworking shop. It's like, why? Because I have the discipline to clean up after myself. Yeah, like, correct. is that, is that what you're saying? Like, clearly you don't watch any of my other content to see the things that I build. Uh, clearly <laughs> he clearly has never watched any of my content. If he says that my fest tool is unused. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because no, it's, it, in every video it's just oh man i oh. hey I got, I got a question for you okay I love social media. this is this is why i i i've kind of refrained sometimes because i i do get people who say stuff to me but what i always do is when somebody and i don't get a lot of them but i get some of them and what i always do is i go up to who it is uh, on my computer and i hit um i i look them up yeah, yeah, I, and, I do too. And, Look at their and profile. And guess what? Almost all of them have zero videos. There's no content, right? Mm -hmm. uh, they've been around since 2011, and that's the only thing. No, nothing on their playlist, no channels, no content, no subs. And I'm just blown away that people just want to comment like that. Yeah. You know? Well, You it, know what you should start doing, Sedge? Send back... Send back the uh, what is it? The zucchini emoji. <laughs> egg, eggplant. 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 Eggplant emoji. Egg. Yeah, oh, just, just do that from now on. You know, it's it's um. Some. That's I, why I, I want to respond. Like somebody really needs a hug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you really want to kiss me? <laughs> oh, you know that's what? Okay. I should write back to that guy. I should write back and be like, <laughs> just to be an, an a hole. Be like, well, it was all free, so. I don't really want to use it. Oh my <laughs> god! Oh Wait, my I mean, god! That's what, that's what he thinks anyway. It, it, people are ridiculous. I just get a yeah. kick out of it. Well, it's just like I mean, I know that the the text I sent you guys last week about why, and it's it's a really jargony one. Why customers are, and this is all from my marketing studies. Why people. In, interact or involve themselves with brands and it gives like all the different reasons why and when when people say a negative comment and so there's always two two sides of this equation the first one is is context is key you know and and context is typically lost in text oh yeah. you know somebody can say something and you know depending on how it's said and and where it is placed um it, it, it can be taken very much out of context when the person didn't mean to. And that's, that's always the first place that I try to go to. And I, when I see a comment that is negative or disrespectful or, you know, is along those lines, I try to, I try to think to myself, okay, is there any possible way that this person was trying to say anything other than being negative? And, and then obviously the other side is that they are just being completely negative. Um, but I find it interesting as, as like why people feel the need to do that. And, and we've talked about it before, like in some of the earlier episodes, like there is so much negativity going on inside of that person that they have, they, mm -hmm. they feel this urge to, to lash out at other people because it's, it's almost like, like it's whatever they're the telling themselves inside, it's like, 
it, it just kind of it screams so much at them inside that they feel like they have to lash out at others. Yeah. And so, well, like when that person says that about your shop, like, please tell me in what circumstances where having a completely dirty shop is a positive thing. It, right. Like having dust everywhere, that it's so detrimental to your health. Right? How could that ever be a positive thing? And so for someone to, to take something that is a good thing, and you said it earlier, Jason, about being disciplined and you clean up after yourselves, I do the same thing. I'm, I probably clean my shop more than I work in it. You know, it's just like, I don't know, it, it just goes to the, the self-involvement motive for why people say things. And it's the product serves as a means through which the speaker can gratify certain emotional needs. And so to like distill that, it's, Someone seeing someone do something well or good when they themselves are not doing things well or good, it, it, it causes discomfort inside of them. And so they're like, oh, I need to lash out at this person, not because that person is legitimately doing something wrong, but because of my own inner turmoil, my own inner angst, I have to, I have to release that somehow. And so they lash out at other people. Negative people cannot stand positive people they yeah. can't they have to lash out they they have to project that negativity because they hate it that you're happy and i've, yeah. I've experienced this my entire life that's I, why I, I just go these people who comment like this are pathetic i'm sorry they are I wouldn't I say hate how happy you are all the time i am I man i, I can't say help it i just love life and you know i wouldn't say it's because you're happy it's because they're negative that's well, why the, the thing is you is, know you know i my whole life i've just been a happy person because i i hate it when i hear people say this oh people suck <laughs> i just look at them and go what are you talking about you Jason all these sucks. people you're working with yeah. you think they suck no, I it's love my French people, man. Jason sucks. I said clearly, I suck. I don't no. know if you saw Ben's <laughs> oh, that. Oh, that was the funniest damn <laughs> thing because I know you guys. You're wicked positive. You know, I just uh, whatever. So, you guys want to hear mine? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. okay. I forgot so, we haven't done yours yet. <laughs> okay, so here you go. And I don't know how to do this voice. Okay, so here's the uh, preamble to this. Uh, this was three days ago on a video I did last year, December 6th, in, on oh, 2020. Wow. I only have 1,300 views on this, or almost 1,300. And this person I looked up had zero subscribers, zero content, and he's been around since January of 2021, okay? So it was on uh, my video. In, you guys all know what a 123 block is, right? Mm hmm. So here's his comment. I don't know how to read this. <laughs> okay, you, you can read you it in try. any voice you want to. <laughs> okay. But so, you have to try to say it in a country accent. No, here yeah. you go. Duh, chucking around a ground block. No, chucking a ground block like it's a billet of steel. Muppet. <laughs> he called me a Muppet. <laughs> but it is a ground piece of billet of steel. <laughs> and I'm like... I didn't know how to react to this. I, I was just like, okay, he called me a Muppet. I guess I am a Muppet. <laughs> I laughed so hard about four in the morning when I read this. Uh, and this was three days ago. So my response well, was, thanks. <laughs> welcome to the Green Suitors Podcast with Jason Bent, Ben Marshall, and Muppet. 
I'm a Muppet. There's a guy. There's a guy at work. Uh, you know uh, the two grumpy old guys in the balcony and the Muppets. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We always sit in the back at all the big meetings, and uh, I look at him. He he's been 14 years, like I have. Uh, at festival, and I look at him sometimes, and people are talking. I go, and he looks at me, goes, hum, 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 hum. <laughs> you know, and we just have so much fun. And everybody knows, including the bosses, know with the two grumpy old guys in the balcony. That's I am funny. a muppet. I don't care. That's funny. You know, I just I heard somebody say this the other day, and we should. Uh, I think I forget what podcast I was listening to. But there was a saying that I never hear anymore, but I grew up with this, and maybe you guys have heard this. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but names will never hurt me. But names? You remember that saying? Or words. Or words, yeah. Words yeah. never hurt. Sticks and yeah. stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Yeah. Right? Have you heard that lately? No. Everybody should grow some and listen to that saying because, God, you know, come on. People say some rude stuff these days. Oh, yeah. And it's ridiculous. And guess what? Every time I get one of these comments, I automatically go because I dig it. I think it's cool. And I want to see who these people are. But you ready? They're trolls. Yeah. They have no – they have they, – they have a, on their YouTube channel, it's a blank slate. Yeah. So they're, well, they're, they're, and they're pathetic. If, if you can't grow any, just get with Naughty Lumber Workshop and he'll. Oh my God! I want, some, I want, I want some. Yeah. Um, okay. No, you. you well, we can close it out after this, or we'll do the recommendations. But you, Ben, earlier I'd said, you know, like I'm going to start doing things a little bit differently, and and I could tell that you were a little bit intrigued by that. But you just made that comment of, um, well, it doesn't even matter about the comment. Actually, it's it's like there is no way you're going to make everybody happy. And the more I do this, the more I realize I need to start, or I, I need to just be doing that, treating this as a business and stop trying to make everybody happy. Because at the end of the day, no matter what I do, no matter what you do, no matter what you do, Ben or, or Sedge, no matter what we try, it's still never going to make everybody happy. So just do the no. thing that you want to do and see yes. what the results are. The people yeah. that love you are going to stay. The people that aren't are just going to continue to be dumb or they're just not going to be there. So like 100%. I have... This last week, I have. Ooh, kitty. I have. I have that's very uh, distracting. You holding that cat like that, you sap. Um, I'm just gonna stop caring. Like I've been like struggling lately about, you know, should I do this video and do that video and, oh, I don't want to do too many like this or too many like that. And I'm just like, you know what? Screw it. I'm gonna do what's easiest for me. What yep. is gonna make the majority of my audience happy and and maybe some new people. And I, I just, I'll still be the same personable guy. And but. At the end of the day, it's it is a business, and I'm about to retire, and I'm going to do what is best for me, what is easiest for me, and what I enjoy doing the most. Uh, yeah, that's period. What makes what makes you happy? Yep. Yeah, and that's I'm not and that's, I'm not ta uh, tailoring all my content to the yeah. one or two people anymore. I'm tired and that's of it. that's a realization that I had too, and and I'm I'm thinking of uh, just trying to build out a content plan for after I graduate. I think that's when I'm going to start trying to be consistent with, with releasing videos. Um, and I'm going to see what my semester looks like as far as workload goes next semester, even though this is the last semester I have for like, um, for my major classes. I think next semester is just like the remaining electives that I have left. Like Jim. 
Yeah. And and, Basket, uh, and knitting. Med- knitting. meditation 101. Yeah. But um <laughs> you know, Sedge, I was watching um the the festival shop talk you did with with Keith earlier today. Yeah. And he was talking about how how his his viewership kind of uh, tanked for a while mainly because certain pieces of content weren't even relevant to people that he was trying to reach and so he's having to kind of go back and and really revisit and rethink who his core audience is and make content that speaks to them and i I just thought it was really cool to see someone say that that has seen a lot of success in the last few years you know he has a few videos that are you know surpassed millions of views but he's like none of them are in my my target region they were in indonesia he said yeah just completely different parts of the world he's an amazing gentleman he really is it it, it was just it just kind of reaffirms to me that and jason you know you and i we're in or anybody that is retired military we are in such a completely different position than what most people find themselves in you know like Keith was saying how he got laid off. And so it was like, okay, well, it's either woodworking or, or nothing, you know, or making content or nothing. And, you know, some people, they don't have anything that they can kind of fall back on. So they, they kind of are forced to, I don't want to say chase trends, but in a way they, they kind of have to, in order to maintain that steady supply of income, you know, whereas we, again, we're, we're very fortunate uh, and I, I feel very blessed in that fact that that I can kind of sit back a little bit and think, okay, what is it that I really want to do? You know, obviously I want to make content that helps people become better at woodworking and stuff. But just the more that I am doing marketing studies and advertising studies and behavior theory and all this other stuff, and I see what other people are doing, you know, and Jason, you and I have had this conversation so many times about other content creators that just it's just like they're just banging out stuff to bang it out and it's really good in the short term but long term it's actually pretty detrimental to their brand because their brand essentially becomes uh it's there's no identity to it Mm -hmm. because it's 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 almost like they have um their identity their brand identity has split split personality it's like one day they were this brand next day they were they were this brand next day they were it's just like well, who the hell are you? You know? So, man, I've been doing a lot of thinking on this and we'll take it back to think media podcast, Sean Cannell, right? Mm-hmm. One of the episodes he talks about seasons, everybody kind of goes through these seasons. You know, I've been through all the kinds of different ones. I mean, I'm coming out of like the worst year I've had on YouTube. Um, and this past month I earned the most revenue, most ad revenue I've ever earned by far. So I'm now starting to see everything start to shift in the other direction, right? And what's the big difference? Well, I went back to the videos that I liked doing and I'm enjoying it more. Now, not every video is a home run, but they're definitely doing way better than the majority of my other videos for the past year. So I don't know what a lot, I mean, a lot of it has to do with the holidays, obviously, but there's, I think there's different people in this space because there's people out there that can go all over the place and they're going to be very, very, very successful. You know why? Because yeah. personality. It's not even that. You, you could go all over the place and you're just creating content. But if they have big numbers, companies are going to be and they're getting lots of views. Companies are going to pay a lot of money and that's the reason they're doing all of it. So 
that's again just another season like i don't want that to happen to me obviously and i don't think i ever have to worry about that just because of the field that i'm in but there's pros and cons to all of them but what with the thing that i've always struggled like those people don't care they don't care about the comments they don't care about talking to people they don't they don't care about any of that stuff they're only doing it for the money right What's going to bring the biggest payday, whether it's chasing trends, whether it's all that, that's fine. They can be a successful channel doing that. They may not have the same core audience that like, say I have. Yeah. And I don't want to ruin that because I've worked very hard to, to build that. And it's why I do well in other areas of this whole social media thing. But at the same time, at the end of the day, unless I start doing like cute cat videos or gardening videos on my woodworking channel, and that's all I do, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be okay and no one's going to care. You know what I mean? Like if I make more content, great. As long as I'm sticking to the things that I enjoy and that I know I'm good at, I know I'm good at teaching. I'm not saying that to be big headed. I just, I know that I am because my audience tells me, right? I I don't know know about you, but this little face, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) that cute little kitten. I knew you were going to grab that pussy. And she's a blind kitten. Oh man. Come on now. I said pussy cat. Yeah. (laughs) So, anyways, I know we kind of went on on a tangent there. That that could be a whole other topic. I actually come on, muffins. <laughs> let's go pocket hold some tables. Yeah, I wanted to. <laughs> I mean, Keith is crushing it with his cats, using his cats yeah. in the shop. Um, he is. What is his cat's names? This is Jerry Ru- and Lola. You nailed it, dude. Good job. Um, no, what I, I wanted to tell you because I didn't know if we were going to do this this topic tonight. I wanted to tell you um, we should have an episode where it's like things things I hate about social media or thing, things not to do on social media. And we could talk about all the annoying things that happen, but that Those might upset some everywhere. people. Yep. Anyway, hey, let's do that. We're going to do a call out? Yeah, let's yep. do the call outs real quick. Okay. You guys right, first. This, this week, um, I'm going to do Shaper Tools on Instagram. They're, they're on YouTube oh. as well. Cool. But um, they do they do a... Uh, shaper live session every two weeks uh if you're a part of the community you get you get first access to it and then after like a few days they post it to youtube but um it's they do live presentations through their website and so you can comment you can ask questions but i just think it's really cool that a that they continue to show different things that you can do with the shaper every time that they do a live session i learned something that i didn't know that 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 the tool could do and it's not necessarily that the tool just does a bunch of different things it's just that like your brain just doesn't think um to to do things in a certain way to make it unique Mm -hmm. and so again every time that i watch one of their shaper live sessions it's like holy crap i didn't know that you could just do this or do that and it would make a completely different cut so you know and I, i watch every single one that they have and i i watched a whole lot of content before I bought the shaper, but I just appreciate that they continue to, to push out content, especially twice a month. And they're, they're really involved with the community. They respond to people. So, um, even if you don't have a shaper and you just want to see what cool things people are making and what they're making with the shaper, definitely give them a follow. So hmm. that's mine for this week. Cool. Do you want to go next? J- nope. You go ahead, Jace. Uh, this week I'm going to, do um, a friend of mine. Oh, that didn't sound well at all. Uh, I'm going to recommend a friend of mine, not do him. <laughs> um, and it is... <clears throat> Friendship, me. you guys at. Yeah. 
his name is uh, Brian Sedgley. No, <laughs> Josh Hescott. Oh yeah, Hescott yeah. Design Co. Uh, but if you search Josh Hescott, H E S C O T T, um, him and I have have known each other on here uh, for quite some time. He's just a great dude. That's why I want to recommend yeah. him. He he does a lot of really really helpful uh, t- t- uh, tip videos. Um, he has a very strong following in like the DIY community space. Mm-hmm. Um, and he partners up with uh, a lot of the DIYer uh, space and just has a really good relationship. He he just has a lot of really helpful content. He's a great dude, super nice, shares tons of stories, tons of tips. Um, he's, he's got a podcast too, doesn't he? Not that sure I know of. Hmm. Not, that, not that I was aware. I should ask him. But yeah, Josh Hescott, Hescott Design Co. And he makes some beautiful furniture as well, so... Cool. Which is obviously a big plus. But good dude. Go give yeah, him a follow. Says <clears throat> who you got this week. Okay, so. This guy is phenomenal. Okay. Um, I can't believe I haven't recommended him yet. Uh, I met him at the Woodcraft Vendor Show. Uh, I was setting up really early in the morning. And he was the only one there. And he came over and he said, hey, you're Sedge. I follow you. And I looked up at him and I went, oh, my God, my oh. wife is going to kill me because we love your show. This is a great recommendation. His name is Eric Gorgeous. And let me let me spell this. He's at Eric Gorgeous, E-R-I-C-G-O-R-G-E-S. Okay. He also is the owner of Voodoo Chopper at Voodoo Chopper. Okay. But. The name of his show is A Craftsman's Legacy, and it's one of my favorite shows. I've watched every single one, even before I met this guy, and I freaked out. And uh, it's also at A Craftsman's Legacy. You guys got to give this guy a follow. He's unbelievable. Go to YouTube, watch him. I used to watch his show on PBS, and then he sent me his book. And he signed. He's just the greatest guy. His book is really inspirational. I read it immediately when I got it. And uh, just a, he's a great individual. His story's fantastic, and you can learn a lot from him. But he's, he, yeah. he's just cool. So he came into the Festool booth, and I introduced him. And my buddy said, Eric Gorgeous. It sounds like a wrestling name. <laughs> yeah, it really does. And he, and he looked and he goes, I guess it does. <laughs> Just he, he's he's the real deal. Go give him a follow, please. He so might be pretty cool. I talked to him a couple weeks ago. He might uh, be going to Workbench Con again. Oh, cool. I hope he does. Yeah. For sure. Awesome. Well, righty. That's going to do it for this episode. And before we close it out, I wanted to, I guess this will be the first announcement that we're going to make for patrons that on the 17th, we will have our inaugural patron call with the three of us. What is it called? Oh, Beers with the Boys. Beers with the Boys. That's right. Beards with the Boys. Beers. Beers with the Boys. Beers. Beards. Beards. We're all going to show our beards off. 
Now, uh, at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on December 17th, uh, just for patrons, we're not gonna release like video or whatever it is that we do anywhere else. I don't wanna be on Patreon. Um, and we're not gonna necessarily set a time limit. It's just gonna be an opportunity for uh, everyone to just kind of hang out. You know, whatever we talk about, it's what we talk about. It's, it's kind of the core idea of the podcast, which is you walk into a garage and three dudes are talking about woodworking. So, you know, it's gonna be whatever the patrons wanna talk about, whatever we wanna talk about, just a big hangout session. So if you wanna participate in that, come and be a patron. It's for all patrons at all levels. And uh, we would really love to see you there. So that's going to be it for this episode. Make sure you leave us a review wherever you listen to this uh, podcast. Ratings and reviews, those definitely help new people discover the podcast. And um, We got some good ones too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we've been getting a lot. We've been yeah. getting one or two every week. So we definitely appreciate everyone that has been leaving them. Yep. Thanks, everybody. Thank but, you. Uh, we will catch you guys in the, the next episode. Peace, Peace on Earth. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Bye. Hey, this is Ben, co-host and editor of the Green Suiters Podcast. This episode is over, but if you want to hear more topics like this and you want to be a part of our conversation, head over to patreon.com forward slash Green Suiters Podcast for early access to each show. If you're listening to this on free feeds, be sure to leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.